Hello guys, welcome to the 8th episode of Loving in Color. And some of you guys actually seen the previous 8th episode that was actually posted in September 22nd. I deleted that. Um, the reason why I deleted that episode is it was just controversial and just raised... It could have risen conflict in my household um, due to the sensitivity of that episode. So I just thought it'd be best just to delete it. However, this episode is really just going to be about counting your blessings and showing gratitude and being appreciative. Because sometimes we think that we deserve better than what we have. And don't get me wrong, like definitely you should shoot for the stars. You should absolutely always want better for yourself if you feel like you're getting less than what you deserve. Absolutely. But at the same time, it's still very important to count your blessings and to be appreciative for what you have because you could be without what you have and have less than what you have now. So um, I just wanted to give a really personal um, experience and example me and my husband, we got married young. Um, less than two months of being married, we fell pregnant with our first child. And when we first got married initially, the plan was to live with my parents and we were going to be saving up $5,000. And then my parents were going to save up $5,000 as well to match our half. And then they were going to help us buy a house. Um, obviously... That plan didn't, it, it didn't happen at the time because we found out we were pregnant. So now priorities change because now it's like, all right, the house we were living in with my parents was already kind of crowded because, you know, we have my mom, we have my dad, I have a little brother that I'm 11 years older than, then we have myself, my husband, and then talking about bringing in a child, that was just going to be a lot. So what we really needed to focus on was saving up for a child, which is expensive, um, saving up buying maternity clothes, which is expensive, and then saving up and getting our own place. Not only that, at the time, at the beginning of my pregnancy, we did not have a car. We were taking public transit. But when I got pregnant, this was during the pandemic. The pandemic had just started. So just being on public transit or having a newborn on public transit just was not you know, the goal for us. So we definitely wanted to make sure that we saved up and got a car. So we ended up hitting every single one of our goals, guys, like every single one of our goals. Um, first and foremost, during my pregnancy, my, my husband definitely made sure like, you know, I had all the maternity clothes I could ever want and need. I had a pregnancy pillow and if any woman you've ever been pregnant or you are pregnant, you've gotten a pregnancy pillow, you know how expensive those bitches are. But it's, like, so worth it. Oh, my goodness. It's so comfortable. Um, we ended up getting, like, so much stuff for my daughter, like, before she was born. Like, everything she would need, like, in the first year of her life. Um, we ended up saving up when we got our car. And then next was on the list was getting our very first place. So, our first place that we were living at, um, it was leased by like a leasing not a leasing agency I really don't know what do you call that like where it's not just a pacific landlord it's like a landlord company and people work there and there's like a leasing office you guys know what I'm talking about it was one of those but they were a bunch of slumlords and um we didn't notice like a bunch of problems with the apartment until like after 
and we would be like putting in requests like can you guys please fix this can you fix this can you fix this can you fix this and they would never fix it so like we started like withholding rent from them they still <laughs> would not budge like it's just it was fucking crazy so eventually I did end up having my daughter and we were still living at that apartment but then like it started getting worse so the fact that it would have been detrimental to my daughter's health for us to stay there so we decided that like we were gonna break our lease and we told them we're breaking our lease and we don't have to pay you guys nothing because according to such and such laws um you know you guys haven't been like fulfilling your legal obligations pure our lease which is a legally binding contract and etc so we hit them with all that legal terminology and they were like oh okay all right you could break your lease okay so we ended up looking at a bunch of apartments and stuff and we did not like anything so we didn't apply to pretty much anything until we saw this one place which it was a two flat and it was fucking huge it was a one bedroom but it was a big ass one bedroom like the living room was like fucking like huge the dining room was like huge the kitchen was huge it had like a closet but it was big enough to be turned to like a half bedroom the bathroom was pretty big and spacious the bedroom was huge and then the fucking closet was a walk-in closet and it was huge like it was just big all around it was fucking perfect and so we wanted it immediately we prayed after we like did the walkthrough and everything and then you know we asked um could we apply right away the dude gave us the paper um to apply and we filled out that fucking application right there at our car turned it back into him emailed him all our documents and he was like okay i'll let you know within like you know 24 to 48 hours so we were like, you know, freaking out. We were like, oh my God, because like other people came and saw it. It was like an open house. Like, what if we don't get it? But we ended up getting approved for it pretty, pretty easily. Now, one thing I really want to point out is because me and my husband got married like so, so young, we didn't have much credit history. Like we didn't get our first credit card until like we got married and we got together because we were just freshly adults, by the way. So we didn't have much credit history. Um... Our credit score was okay because, like, we're just starting out. So it was, like, very surprising that, like, we got approved for that. I do believe we had to pay, like, uh, a double deposit um, instead of just one. But, you know, that's, you know, not all that uncommon, I guess. And I almost just yawned into the mic. And I'll explain that, guys. Like, I'm, like, so tired and stuff, and I'll explain that later. So basically we got the place we moved in and everything um had my daughter there and when I say had her I don't, I don't mean give birth obviously like I already had given birth to her prior and the whole reason why we moved into this place because we moved her out of the studio I meant that we had her there like she was with us <laughs> so um we were there and um we were there to close the year, and during our course of being there, we had a really annoying neighbor that was upstairs, and then the landlord was, like, renting out the drive-in that was, like, right next to the house to, like, um, these guys that fix cars, and they were a nuisance, because they were right by our window and everything, and, like, me and my husband, like, I guess, because, like, this is the first time that we lived on our own, you know, so I guess we were just comparing it to, like, oh, well, this doesn't happen at, um your mom's house and this doesn't happen at my mom's house and like oh my god like no we deserve better like this is horrible and like not only that but we did not really take care of the place all that that much like 
it was so messy. We didn't treat the house like how we should have or like we were super appreciative to have something like this. And I guess the reason why is because we were just young and stupid and didn't know how the world worked because to me, I like, I just thought that getting an apartment was easy because that was our experience at that point, our very limited <laughs> experience at that point. Like we've only lived in two places both times it was a one and done thing like because we didn't apply to anywhere else other than those two places that we got approved for or moved into that's it so we're kind of under the impression that everywhere we apply to we'll get approved it ain't nothing it's good it's like it ain't nothing so we decided that we weren't going to renew our lease and that we were going to go move back in with my parents until we can find something better than where i was at my so mind you where we were living at at the time was a city that is extremely high to live in where we were living at um the duplex at the time it was pretty cheap and it was in a pretty good neighborhood safe and you know it was pretty cheap so we really got lucky but like I said we're unexperienced never experienced life before like nothing like that so we gave up the place, moved in with my mom, and then we were trying to look for somewhere else. And we were having a really tough time because those rent prices were fucking ridiculous. Everything was fucking crazy. And then while we were applying to everywhere and like, you know, application fees are so much money, we were using money that could have been should have been used to um, pay for our credit card bills to pay for application fees. So we were missing payments on credit cards and our credit score was slipping. And with our credit uh, score slipping, it was harder to get approved for apartments. We were applying to pretty much everywhere and like just getting denied all the time. So it was fucking, you know, hard and horrible. So we did end up, um, you know, finding... I, I don't, I have to say this, but it's an illegal, we found an illegal situation at the time where somebody was getting, um, renters, renter assistance. Yeah. It was getting renter assistance, eh, rental assistance where somebody else was paying their rent fully. And then they were moving somewhere else and going to rent out that apartment to somebody. And that's somebody being me and my family. And honestly, the only reason why we did that is because um, my parents were starting to get irritated with us being there. Because like I said, it's overcrowded. We had a baby there. And um, they were like, oh, when are you guys leaving? Oh, when are you guys finding a place to live? When? So we were getting pressured. And so we just really had to find something ASAP. So we kind of opted for that place. Um, and the person was a complete scam artist. I, I'm not going to get too much into that. I'll get to that on another episode. But that person was a complete scam artist or whatever, did give us the apartment, but failed to let us know that there was a severe rat and uh, mice infestation where they were all in the walls underneath the floorboards. And like, you could see them during the daytime. They were leaving poop on the fucking sink on the stove. Like, they were, it was a really, really bad infestation. And, um, because we weren't on the lease, we could not, um, contact the leasing office to get pest control. We had to go through the person that rented the apartment to us and they would lie to us and tell us that they did, but obviously they didn't. Um, when me and my husband, we spent the night at the apartment, we woke up and there was a mouse right across from our face. And, um, yeah, so 
my husband was like, we can't stay here. Like, we really can't. So then we lost all of our money because we paid a pretty, to move in, we paid a pretty big fee. And we lost all of our money. And we had to move right back in with my parents again because we had nothing else to do. Um, this person was involved in, like, some illegal stuff and, like, running from the law type shit. And, like, it, I'll get into it, but either or, like, the police definitely was involved and like it, it was a big thing we couldn't stay there so we left um from there we had to end up renting a room from somebody off of craigslist which we did um we rented a room and everything was going good until like my husband lost his job and at the time, no, both of us were not working because we were still kind of like in the middle of a pandemic and um, daycares were not open and they were only like taking like limit, the ones that were, were only taking limited people. And like it was just a big thing where we lived at because we did not have two incomes at the time because I needed a daycare for my child for me to be able to go to work, you know? But um, what's it called? Like... Because of that, we couldn't afford daycare because we just had one income for one. And the daycare assistants, they don't cover assistance unless all adults are working. But it's like, but how can you work if you don't have anybody to watch your child? So how it worked is I stayed home, watched the baby, and my husband went to work. Um, unfortunately he lost his job because the department that he was working in got closed down and this sucked because that means we had no way to pay rent. By the way, we had no savings, we had nothing. And, um, we had to just let the person that we were running a room from, let them know that like, we're going to have to move out and we're very sorry. And you're probably thinking like, where are you moving to? Um, we ended up moving to a homeless shelter. Now, why did we move to a homeless shelter? Why couldn't you just move back in with your parents? So with my parents, um, they were feeling that we were moving back in too much. They didn't know that we moved to a shelter, by the way. I'm just saying that, like, they just felt like we were moving in and out too much, specifically my father, and I don't have a good relationship with my father. I've never had a good relationship with my father. Um, there was a lot of conflict, so we couldn't move back there. Um, you're probably thinking, what about his mother? We'll get into that because he actually, um, his mother is abusive and we talked about that in other episodes, but um, our only option, because I don't really have family and he doesn't really have family, was a homeless shelter. And we moved into a family homeless shelter where it was infested with roaches, where um, the director did not like us because we were an interracial couple and he would pick at us and, you know, our future outside of the shelter really depended on him and he would he would keep you know letting us know that too and always throwing it in our face but then always making it clear that he didn't like us either so it was very difficult and a very stressful situation um my daughter was having an allergic reaction to the roaches so was my husband so was I like we we went to the doctor multiple times to you know get this figured out where we were living at they weren't giving us our mail like on purpose because they didn't like us. It was just very stressful. And I think that was the lowest point we ever been in. I was very depressed. Um, my husband was very depressed and our daughter who was barely two at the time was very depressed. 
Um, from there, my husband just said he couldn't stand to see us in this type of environment anymore. Um, by the way, at this time, uh, we did manage to find a daycare that would take my daughter. Um, and the daycare owner was very nice. And she told us that we don't have to pay her uh, the full amount for daycare until we get approved for the, um, what's it called? the child care assistance. We were only going to be paying her $50 a week um, until we get approved. And she said, if we don't get approved, then like, you know, well, basically, because, you know, I, I needed somewhere so I can go and try to find a job and, and everything. And she was very understanding. So, you know, as long as you got that job, like they're pretty sure they're going to like, you know, approve you. So like, get your job first. In the meantime, just pay me $50 a month. And then, you know, then I'll help you apply and like all that. So she was a lifesaver. So at that time I got a job and then my husband got a job. So now we were good. The only thing that we needed to do was just save up our money so we can be able to find a place to move into. The only problem is because we had lost, um, previously lost our only source of income, we really fell behind on credit card bills and not just credit card bills, but like just everything that we had to pay that affects our credit. So our credit was fucked. My credit was literally at like 300 and my husband's was like at 400 something just fucked up. So we were just like freaking out because it's like, okay. Cause even if we do save up money for a place, there's no fucking way we're going to be able to fix our credit. And so at the shelter, we were only allowed to stay there for two months. I can't fix my credit in two months. And they said that they will help you get an apartment, but that's the director's job. And he has to approve you. And if he feels like for any reason that you're just not a good fit, he could just do that. And like I said, he didn't like us. So it was just very, um, very stressful. So basically my husband just said that he can't stand to see us in this position anymore and he was going to swallow his pride and he was going to reach out to his mother despite them not having a good relationship and all that so he reached out to her um they talked and she he asked um her if we could stay over there and she agreed um she wanted to sit down with us first and like talk and ask what's going on so we did go over to her house we sat down we talked to her and then you know, she said, yeah, um, we did have a time limit though. So again, we were in another situation where it's like, ah, we have a time limit to get ourselves together. Um, and yeah, so by the way, she wasn't all like super abusive or anything. Like when we moved in with her, uh, she was medicated. So we moved in and, um, you know, we continue saving up money to move and all that and everything. And uh, we applied to almost every apartment that we could, any place. But, of course, denied, 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 right? Um, it wasn't until we came across a guy and it was another illegal housing situation. And uh, where he was renting out his apartment because he was moving, but he wasn't supposed to be doing that. And, you know, we couldn't deal with the leasing office but the apartment he was re renting out was a micro studio and mind you it's me my husband my daughter and we have a cat so yeah but we had no choice not only that it was a micro studio and it was 1300 super super expensive I know but we literally had no choice so we ended up 
paying the move-in fee, paying first month's rent, security deposit, like all that. We paid that to him. And um, he said that we would have to wait until he moves out, obviously. Um, so waiting until he moved out would have meant um, we would have overstayed our time limit with my husband's mother. So I had to reach out to my grandmother, someone that I don't get along with. Um, and it's a very weird dynamic in the family because my mother even cut off my grandmother, like just, you know, I mentioned it in a prior episode, she cut her off and like, that, that's a whole thing. And I had to ask her if we could stay with her for a little bit, which she agreed. So from my husband's mom's house, we moved from there and we moved over with my grandmother and we stayed there for two weeks until it was time to move into the studio from my grandmother's house then we moved into the studio where it was super cramped it my daughter had no space to run around and play um it it was it was something um but of course when you come to situations like this when people do illegal things and you know you're not like you know what I'm saying like you can't expect them to be like, you know, an angel towards you, because we found out later on, like, we stayed there for about six months, and then we found out that the dude was not paying the portion of rent to the leasing office, like he's supposed to, and he actually didn't pay rent for about, like, three months, and we found out when they posted a five-day notice on our front door, saying that, um, you know, they're gonna file an eviction or something like that, right? And I remember I reached out to him, and he was like, oh, no, they're just mad at me because, you know, I called them out on some stuff, and I'm like, mm, I don't know about that, but luckily for us, in this six-month frame, we managed to get our credit back on track, not perfect, but, like, around, like, 650-ish, so, like, something where, like, you know, you should absolutely be able to get something, so we managed to, you know, get our um, thing on track like that, and then we also talked about moving out of the state and just moving somewhere where it would be better for us, like financial wise and living wise, where we're not breaking our pockets to be able to live and like, you know, give our daughter a good life and everything. So we were preparing for that, like saving up money and like just all of that. Huh. <laughs> so after that, um, you know, I had to reach out to the leasing office where we lived at, even though I wasn't supposed to, and let them know what was going on about, you know, the dude that we were renting the unit from and everything. And they basically told me to like, oh, you, you guys should vacate, you know, the property. Um, because you guys aren't supposed to be there and da da da. But obviously, where we lived at, um, the state we lived in, I knew my rights and I told them, I said, well, you know what? It takes 30 days in order to, you know, for the judge really to like just approve like an eviction thing or whatever. And like I even told them that like we're moving in like two weeks. So where are you guys moving to? That's probably what you're asking, right? Well, from the studio, because like I said, we were facing, well, not us specifically the person we were renting from was facing an eviction, but in hindsight, that means us because we're not on the lease and we're not supposed to be there. So we were facing an eviction. Thank God that's not on our record. But 
we had to leave, obviously. So we went back to square one where I reached out to my mom and I asked her, I said, just this one time, can you just let us stay with you just for about a week or two? And the reason why is because you know, we plan on moving out of state and, you know, we just, we need to find like another roommate situation. Um, so that way we can be able to like, make sure we have all the money that we need in order to move. So my mom said, yes. So we stayed there for two weeks and then we ended up finding someone that was renting out a basement room. Um, and so we went and we took that um, opportunity and we moved there. It was also very small and compacted and there was no kitchen by the way. So we were literally for about four months, like living off of TV dinners and living off of, um, sandwiches and stuff. Um, which is no way to live. But within that time, we were able to apply for an apartment in the state in which we wanted and apply for jobs, got approved for those. And, you know, we got approved for, what we wanted, but it was actually better than what we wanted because we found out the apartment that we thought that we were approved for was actually a townhouse. And um, we went out to the state um, where the townhouse was to check out the townhouse, and it was huge two bedrooms, big ass living room, a dining room, a kitchen, um, upstairs, and a, a basement with the washer and dryer hookups. Like it's just perfect. And um, we viewed it found out that like, you know, it was just great. It was great. And we got approved and it was ours. We paid the security deposit and all that. And they told us to like, okay, well, your moving day is going to be in 30 days. So the 30 days flew by. And actually we moved in on like uh, last Friday. And honestly, before we even moved here, when we were living in the basement, um, room thing. I remember where I just talked to myself and I just cried and cried because I had to reflect back to, because this whole process, guys, like when we first moved from the first, the duplex, the one where me and my husband weren't grateful for, my daughter was um, barely one years old. My daughter is actually going to be three um, on the 18th of this month. So we've been through a roller coaster, moving back and forth, moving 10 times within the span of two years. My daughter never having space to play. My daughter never having a room to herself. My daughter never even being able to like, you know, be a kid. And another thing too, because I didn't mention this, and most of the places that we lived in, we've been robbed. Um, our stuff has been stolen. My daughter's toys have been stolen. And it's just been a lot. And I really had to reflect and just be like, you know, even though it was unfortunate what happened, like me and my husband got to take responsibility because at the end of the day, a lot of this would not have happened if we were to be appreciative of what we had initially. Initially, we had the space for my daughter to be a kid, to run around and be safe and like have her toys and all that and everything. That turned into us living here, there, everywhere and not being able to give our daughter a stable place to live. You know what I'm saying? And it, that, it was that way for years. For years, it was like that. Not only that, but you know, I was experiencing a lot of health issues, infertility and all that and everything. And not saying that like, you know, I thought that I should have 
gotten pregnant during this time being here there and everywhere that is not the case at all just saying that it was just something that we noticed but there was just so much things that were happening and it all stemmed from us just not really appreciating appreciating what we had and honestly I feel like even though I feel like we should appreciate it what we had I do feel like everything we went through was necessary because now we have something that's like 10,000 times better than what we had. And I'm not talking about the duplex. I'm just talking about what we've been through in the last two years, like just being here, there, everywhere. Cause we've been at so many low points where like me and my husband, we talked and we were like, should we give our daughter up? Because we don't know if we can actually provide for her and take care of her. She doesn't deserve this. She's a baby. Like, you know, should we give her up? And like, there's been multiple times where I just been feeling so low where I really did want to attempt suicide. My husband has felt like this too. And like, it's been so hard. It's been just a hard two years. And honestly, for the first time in two years, I feel like I can breathe. Cause actually, you know, we fixed our credit when we were in the basement place. Um, that is the first time in a long time where we were financially stable, where we never, we didn't have to cry about not being able to pay rent. We didn't have to cry about not being able to pay this, that, and the third. Like we were financially stable, have more than enough money left over to do and get what we want and for our daughter. And that was the first time in like two years where we were actually able to like spend money on our daughter to like do things with her, like take her to the movies. And like we went to medieval times, like, you know, just do things with her. And, you know, we just have to keep reminding ourselves that, you know, like we're moving to a new state. We're going to have our house. Like, you know, we're going to be able to do way more than this. Like, and now we're in our new house and my daughter's actually upstairs in her very own bedroom. And she's been so happy lately. Like, so, so happy where she has all her toys in her bedroom. She runs around and she sings and stuff. And she's been so happy. And then me and my husband, we have privacy, too. Because here's the thing, guys. Ever since my daughter's been born, our entire three years having our daughter, me and my husband have never been able to have a room to ourselves, like, without our daughter. Because we always slept in a room with her because we lived in a shelter. So we were sleeping in a room with her. When we were renting a room from somebody off of Craigslist, we were in the room with her. When we were living with his moms, we were in the room with her. With my grandma, in the room with her. Like it was always the three of us all bunched up in one space. Like just never having any, you know, privacy just as a couple or just, you know, it was always like that. And now for the first time ever, like, me and my husband, we have our own room to ourselves for the first time, like, in four years, which is fucking crazy. We have our own place for the first time in two years, and I just feel, like, so relieved and like just happy like we're financially good and like I said like we've been on a good financial track for the last um for a while because like I said when we lived in the studio because we were there at the studio for six months we were fixing up our credit and everything and we were financially stable there too but I feel like you know we weren't spending nothing because we were so focused on saving 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 when we moved into the whole basement uh thingy that is the first time we're like you know we were able to actually like spend a little something and like 
get our daughter, you know, toys that she wants and like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just, I don't know, it's just a big relief. And we've been very responsible for, yeah, for 10 months, for the last 10 months. Because for six months, we, you know, we we just been really good, like financially and everything. And like right now, like everything that we went through, it just led up to us just getting this really, really big blessing. And an even bigger blessing is, drum roll please, we're having our second baby. And we actually have the space for it. We have the money for it. Like we are good and we are happy. We are blessed. So basically the moral of my story, guys, is just even though what me and my husband, my daughter, like what we got right now is like so much better. We could have definitely still had this if we were to go like a different route, if we didn't do what we did. Because first and foremost, like I said, like we 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 just we didn't make good decisions at all. If at any point we just felt like the duplex that we were living in just wasn't for us, we could have just waited until, you know, income tax came and like, you know, saved up money and like saw out our options or like you know, like stuff like that. But we didn't because we were stupid. We had nobody to guide us. And that's just also another big thing too. It's like for your children, if your children are going to be at the age of where like they're going to be, you know, getting their own apartment, getting their own house, like whatever the case may be, please be there to like guide them and hold their hand throughout the process. And I know to like you probably think, oh, well, that's babying them. They have to learn. They're going to learn. They are, but you don't want them to learn in a way where, like, it could be detrimental and harmful for them. At the shelter in which me and my husband and my daughter, where we lived at, there was a five-year-old boy that got shot the front door, and he was with his parents. We were in a really horrible neighborhood, by the way. There's a lot of people that have lost their lives being there. You don't want your children to be one of those people that lose their life just because they didn't have anybody to guide them or show them through adulthood, you know? So definitely just be thankful for what you have and like, you know, it's okay to want better for yourself, but like, don't just completely shit on your entire situation if what you have is more than the next person. You know what I'm saying? Even when we lived in the shelter, what we had was more than the next person because there are people that sleep outside, you know? So you do have to try to make the best out of your situation because if you only see the negative in your situation, you're never going to reach that light at the end of the tunnel because you don't see a light at the end of the tunnel because all you see is darkness. So that concludes the episode of today. Hope you guys enjoyed and toodles.